0: happy november we're kicking the month off with a movie that somehow made two and a half hours of staring at the desert visually breathtaking doom i'm chad and i'm matt and this is episode 28 of our podcast we used to talk about this at work all right it is a new month matt um november i'm feeling it um you know autumn is here and it's making me cold and i'm turning up the heat in my house and you know bill's just ridiculous man
1: ah man i love this time i'm all about the hoodie weather i got so many hoodies i've been wanting to break out and not that sneaky weather you know when it'd be really cold in the morning when you go to work Mm -hmm. so you put a jacket or coat on and then like 10 o'clock it's like 80 degrees outside I don't like that. I want to keep my
0: hoodie on all day, every day. I understand those feelings, Matt. So um, we have a guest this week um, who I'd like to know if they enjoy hoodie weather. Um, we'd like to welcome on the podcast, Sharon.
2: Hi. I do love hoodie weather, and I love the overcast days that everyone complains about with the, the drizzle and the, the very gray, bleak skies. I love that crap
1: me too i like to
0: stay at home in general that i mean who doesn't me oh you you don't like staying at home
2: (laughs) no no had enough of that
0: that's fair that's fair i mean i'm not gonna get into it um because you know don't want to hear about how Matt is an essential worker and um he's been going into work every day to make sure we have the supplies we need so we can work from home and all that jazz I thought you were going to say you're not going to talk about it because we talk about COVID shit on every episode. I mean, that too. That too. So, yeah. So, um, like I said, this week's guest is Sharon. Who are you, Sharon? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, I am a movie enthusiast. I am also a fiction writer and I am a friend of Chad.
0: Fiction writer.
1: What kind of stuff do you write?
2: Well, I am working on a novel set in a prison right now, actually. So I have been doing a lot of research about all kinds of stuff that I probably shouldn't just be leaving sitting in my browser history, but I'm kind of lazy, so I do. But I've learned all kinds of things about prisons and how people sneak things in and out of prisons and prison currencies, and it's just very fascinating things to read about.
1: Is this like a more lighthearted prison movie like a Orange is New Black or is it more gritty prison like Oz?
2: Well, I've seen Orange is the New Black. I have not seen Oz. So I'm gonna guess maybe somewhere halfway between them. So I like to think of it as a dark comedy, Mm -hmm. but I'm still in process. I'm still figuring some things out. So it's, it's very much a work in progress and it's a little messy still
1: okay yeah oz was a tv show on hbo about Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh, it's a good
0: show heard of it never seen it yeah very dark so um matt what have you been watching this week man oh
1: jumping the gun slow down let's 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 back it up a little bit okay so uh i don't know if you guys heard about that story about that hiker in uh
0: colorado
2: oh yeah
1: and this story, when I read it, if it, I uh,
2: if
0: I didn't know this story, can you inform me? Because I don't know what you're talking about. All right. I'll get there. So but when I heard when I read the headline,
1: <laughs> it, 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 it touched my soul. It touched my heart. I've never, you know, I've never met somebody or read about somebody who were like, you feel you have so much in common with off something so little. So backstory, this hiker hiking in the forest, gets lost. So then, you know, the park rangers or whatever were looking for this person, calling this person, couldn't get an answer. So then 24 hours later, this hiker meets back up and was like, "Uh, where you been? We've been trying to call you, this, this, and this. He was like, well, because I don't answer numbers, I don't know. And I love that story so much, because I do not answer. If it's just some random number, I'm not answering, even if I'm lost in the woods for 24
2: hours.
0: (laughs) So I saw a meme about that, but I didn't know there was anything real about it. I just thought they were making a joke.
2: Nope. True story.
1: Yeah, I guess it, I mean, it wasn't like dire. It wasn't like he was in there for like a week. It was only 24 hours. So he figured, hey, I can figure my, I can find my way out of here, but I'm still not going to answer these numbers. I don't know.
2: So Matt, how long would you have to be lost in some random forest with your supplies dwindling for you to answer an unrecognizable number. Let's pretend your phone's going to keep its charge for philosophical purposes. You're just going to die over this? Well,
1: no, we're not going to go that far, but I, I have to think there would be a limit of uh, uh, give me a couple of days. I mean, I could probably yeah, a couple of days so, I'm like, if they could text me, at least leave a. I mean, if they're going to call me, leave a voice message. Let me know. Don't just call and then hang up. Because if I'm lost in the woods, I'm trying to keep my focus on stuff. I ain't worrying about if you're trying to call to extend my car warranty or some weird thing like that where I'm trying to survive. So, yeah, just if you're going to, if the park ranger should have left a voice message or texted him.
0: Oh, I. I oh so where do you stand on this Sharon are you a person that doesn't answer phone numbers in your phone uh,
2: it depends a little bit I sometimes will if it's too close to my number I assume it's fake because they mimic your number yeah. sometimes so I don't answer those or if it's a spam risk I don't if I were lost and I knew I was lost <laughs> I might answer what I wouldn't ordinarily <laughs> answer because that's like an easy button I mean... Like, I could sit around here, I could try and figure out how to survive, I could be bored and thirsty, or I could see if this asshole trying to reach me about my warranty will help me. I mean, they're people. Right. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> I
2: mean, they, they may be calling me about something I don't care about, or they may be pretending to be social security and trying to scam me, but maybe, maybe they'll send someone my way if that's what I need. I'm, I'm a little confused if this person knew they were lost, or if they were just late in spacey
1: no they said they were lost but it wasn't like lost like i don't know where to go like this person was lost but like in their mind they were like oh i've got to take this trail or i gotta take this trail so they they didn't it wasn't like fuck i've got to set up camp here i don't know where to go from here this person just kept thinking that they was going to figure where they would need to be at
0: gotcha well i can't fucking stand people like that so apparently i hate you matt Because every fucking number that comes on my phone, I answer it. Because you never know. You just never know. What if it's somebody in need and they had to borrow a phone or something? You just don't know.
1: You living dangerously.
0: I'm living dangerously. (laughs) You're You're living living dangerously. You're letting shit sit on the table. People could be hurt out here. Then text me or leave a voice message. It's Sometimes you got to have that voice-to-voice contact.
1: I will if I know, once I know who it is, I will. I, we can have that voice-to-voice.
2: Hmm. I don't care if it's someone who might be hurt. I'm a woman. My mom raised me that, you know, as a woman, you don't just put yourself in a situation to help anyone just because they look like they need help. That's how Ted Bundy got a bunch of his victims by wearing fake casts and acting all helpless and...
0: So it's funny It's funny you say that, like going to help people. So this is, we're getting off track now. But um, it was one day I was leaving Target and I was walking on my way and I saw like a cluster of women standing like by a car with the hood up. And I'm like, ah, shit, don't make eye contact. Cause it was clear that that car was like disabled in some way and they needed some help. And I was like, fuck, I don't know how to do car shit. So I'm just trying to, you know, have my little, my, my strong stride and stuff. But they flagged me down. They fucking got me. And they said, like, "Oh, hey, do you know how to uh, jump a car?" And I was like, uh, uh, "Yeah, black, uh, bl- uh, red is is neck is is positive, and um, black black is negative, because you know the racial connotations." And so um, I helped them out, but whoo, I was nervous. I was about to blow that fucking car up. All right, all right two things first is what year was this this is this year this is like three four months ago
1: did they have jumper cables yeah they had jumper cables why the fuck when they just google this i, I
2: was you, just gonna say do you have a signal that's really then, then, them, it was then my, my next
1: question was chad was why didn't you google this <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I, I had a, i had a general idea because of the racism right you know <laughs> red is positive but the black is negative so I, I had but that you but, but, your, but your blood is red. That's a positive inside of you. Yeah, that's what I just said. Black is negative.
1: Right. But you said red is positive. I'm letting you know that you're positive too, because you got red inside of you. you got the blood oh you.
0: He's saying I'm black and red. Yeah. Oh, I see. I'm I'm very confused. I apologize. <laughs> um but I'm a negative person. Yeah.
1: But yeah, but you're going to help these random people. Didn't you hear that story about that dude who helped these two women on the side of the road change a tire? And then they was like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. We're going to this party. And they drugged and robbed him.
0: Because he thought he was going to have some sex.
1: Well, I mean, I might think the same thing. If two women was there, they was like, let's go back to my house. I'm like, job well done. Now here's my (laughs) thank you. Uh,
2: So then I
0: figured that might be
2: part of the transaction. Why are there not more women serial killers out there? It sounds like it is so much easier for us.
0: Yeah, it is. It is so easy to get a man by itself.
2: I'm just saying, why don't more women realize that all we have to do?
0: I mean, there was Monster. Do you remember Monster?
2: I've not seen it. I remember hearing about it, but I'm just saying, I don't think, I'm just saying there are very few careers that are very naturally easier for women
1: okay oh 100
2: 100%. So i'm just saying this is like why don't more women realize this
0: i mean there are plenty of female grifters
2: yeah that's not what i'm talking about here though
1: <laughs> i guess there's they're like eh it's no need to kill them we just need to rob them rob yeah. them get 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 yeah. whatever we need and eh, they can go about their merry way there's no point
0: of kill there's no need to kill them
2: A lot of women are practical. Women are are practical in nature overall, I think. That could be it.
0: Because remember that movie Hustlers with Jennifer Lopez where they were robbing those dudes, but they're like, they're not going to report it because what are you going to say? Some women robbed you? So, but if you kill them, mm, if you kill them, then there's an investigation.
1: Yeah. Right, and also the deals with how much you take from them and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, because if women could, they could do a lot. Like, I just remember back when I was single, where like a woman's simple compliment will get will be thinking, will make me think, oh, she's trying to fuck. Because like, it should be something simple. Oh, you smell good today. What's that cologne? And I'll say whatever and I'm thinking, of, and later on, I'm thinking Is she trying to fuck? Well, <laughs> she's oh, she just being nice. Why not both? Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, so I don't know. So I got to <laughs> keep those options on the table. I, I can't miss, that might have been a sign. That might have been a tell I gotta take it. I don't know which one it is. I just gotta keep it in my pocket, just in case. I, I, I
2: don't think I'm ever giving a man a compliment again. You're really <laughs> right. Like you
0: should not give us any fucking compliments because we're I just gonna take that. that shit to the moon.
2: I see that, man.
1: Because at work, an older lady was like, "Ah, oh, you got new glasses. You got cute eyes." <laughs> and, and of course, I was like, "This." Hmm, this you kind of fuck? Alright, so. Let me explore this. Well, no, I mean, I took it as a compliment, but in my head, I thought, oh, is she trying to fuck? Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? If anything changes, I'll let you guys know.
0: Alright, do you want me, when you do fuck this old lady, do you want me to keep that in the podcast? Uh, Yeah, keep this in the podcast
1: just in case. Uh, if we do fuck she robs and drugs me we could use this as evidence (laughs) later on
0: (laughs) no 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 i was never gonna edit this part out i'm like when Uh, you do sleep with this woman do you want me to edit that out if she
1: robs and drugs me yes (laughs) because i don't (laughs) do that thing but but if she but but if she doesn't rob and drug me edit that shit out we don't need the people need to know what i'm doing i don't need you embarrassed
0: out here all right brother i got you i got you
1: right right they go i was thinking they like uh he married and he talking about fucking women on this podcast
0: <laughs> hey we're uh <laughs> we're 28 episodes in you know we're, we're getting wild and loose with this shit all right
1: I, I keep my podcast life and my marriage life separate all right this is two different things fair enough oh and um transition to something else netflix recommendation and it's, this is a movie's old from 2019. It's called Jexy. Have you guys heard of it?
0: Is this animated? It's Adam, oh, oh, Adam. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah. It's like an Alexa it's type a, thing. Yeah. His phone um is
1: real, I guess. Like it's a real it's I don't
0: sentient. This.
1: Yeah, basically, it's the phones alive. And it's a comedy. It's hilarious. It's just basically about his phone. Like he's like, you know, one of those people who stay on the phone all day. They don't. Don't interact with anybody, stuff like that. And she's there to uh, do help him do everything. But then she takes over. Like one of the first things is he was like, he wants to order some food from this restaurant. And she was like, no, um, you're getting fat. You need to order this salad. He was like, no, I want this noodles. And she was like, ordering salad from this restaurant. And then he got the salad and ordered it. Um,
0: It's really important to eat your vegetables.
1: Right. So it's just I, I I highly recommend it, but one part is 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 Ron Funches.
0: Do you know who this is? I do. He is the voice of King Shark on Harley Quinn.
1: Yes, he was also in this movie. I like his voice. He is a very
0: soothing voice. I love his voice. Like uh, you did, did you know that he too has a podcast that is like a billion times more popular than ours because he's a celebrity?
1: I did not know this.
0: So i was listening to his one of his episodes so i was like is that a voice that he does or is that his real voice and that's his real voice and that's hilarious that is hilarious yeah. that that is his real voice right i just
1: why is he not in more stuff i really like his voice is is it's common and,
0: and comedic at the same time it so is uh are you familiar with the person we're talking about Sharon?
2: i am not but i will be by tomorrow
0: that's funny
1: Yes. it's uh, I even tweeted him. I, I tweeted, well, I, I tagged tweeted him about how his voice is so smooth, soothing and why he's not in more stuff.
0: That's funny. Did he respond I'm waiting back? for it. No. Also, did you use your Twitter or did you use podcast's as Twitter? Because, you know, we need some shine out here. I use my Twitter. <laughs> but don't worry. If he responds back, I'm going to tell him, hey,
1: I talked about you on our podcast, and then I'll tag all our stuff. I'll always be plugging, man.
2: I tweeted at Mindy Kaling once, and she tweeted back at me.
0: What? Ooh. Mindy, K- The uh, Indian girl from The Office. Oh, really?
2: Yes. So she had um, her remake of Four Weddings and a Funeral, and uh, the funeral was very similar to uh, me losing someone when I was a kid. And I tweeted at her that I couldn't make it through the show because I was crying and I never thought I would see that moment in my life on TV and how beautiful it was. And she, you know, she tweeted back how much it meant to her. And I Think I deserve some kind of adulting prize for not printing it out and wallpapering my house with it
0: I fucking would have did that but I was say still- I
2: was, was, was gonna do I'll do the same thing I'll print that off <laughs> and I'm just saying that the thing that I tweeted her about is very similar to what she did with never have I ever so I'm just saying you know
0: have you seen that show? uh Matt Mm-mm. I, I hear I hear it's good but I haven't seen it myself it's
2: very funny
0: how, how long ago was this
2: um, it was before she right before she made never have I ever. So I'm just saying there's a little bit of a, an inspiration there I'm gonna take credit for.
1: Right. And then obviously you'd be like, hey, remember when you commented on my tweet? Well, you know I'm a writer and do <laughs> get that connection.
0: <laughs> right. Um so four weddings and a funeral came out in 2019. So very you know, fairly recently, pre-pandemic.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's hard to tell in today's world how long ago something actually happened. That's another one you should see if you haven't seen it.
0: Is it on Netflix? Yeah. I hear that show's pretty good, though.
2: It's a wonderful, wonderful remake.
0: Oh, that. No, that's on um, Hulu. Never Have I Ever is on Netflix. So I watched a whole bunch of stuff this weekend, guys. So I'm going to do a real quick rundown. So the first thing is the premise on Hulu um it is five episodes uh, speaking of mindy kaling uh this is a show hosted by and executive produced by and directed by bj novick uh who's also from the office and they dated for a while and also it's heavily rumored that he is the father of her children but we don't have to talk about that right now um, hold on
1: I'm, I'm looking this up i've seen this i've seen the first season of never have i ever oh i don't know that was the name of it
0: did you like it i didn't know there
1: was a season two
0: Hmm. you know netflix they'll just drop a season of something and not even tell you
1: right okay all right my bad but yeah i just looked it up
0: so yeah i've seen season one of that
2: yeah
0: okay um yeah so the premise like i i absolutely hate it when people refer to anthology shows as it's black mirror but but it's black mirror but for social justice The first episode of the show is called Social Justice Sex Tape.
2: He got my attention with a title like that.
0: And so it's one of those situations where the police lie on a black man. They say that he attacked them, but the police officer actually tripped. And he uh, basically said the guy beat him up. And the thing that um, potentially could get him off is that a guy and his girlfriend filmed a sex tape and in the background if you zoom in like look out the window you can see the police encounter and so mm-hmm. it's a comp the show's a comedy and so it stuff just gets more and more ridiculous like with the guy like it's a white guy one of those like um white guys that's really here for social justice you know like he he's not here to you know profit off of you know the gentrification of the neighborhood that he moved into and he's not just liking stuff and retweeting stuff on Twitter, but you know, that's really all he does. You know, he's he's one of those kind of people. And so he like he's like, you know, I'm gonna just send them a screenshot of this clearly showing that this man is off the hook. And then that's all. But the lawyers are like, no, we need the whole tape. We're gonna have to play the whole tape in the video in in court. We're gonna have to subpoena the woman you were having sex with. And then, like, the, uh, the uh, prosecutors, they hit him hard. And so they end up having to bring up his whole sexual history in court. And then somebody leaks information. So, like, he becomes, like, a meme because, like, he has, like, sex really weird. And so it's pretty funny and poignant. Um, it's a good little show. Um, it's got a lot of, like, actors that you're like, oh, shit, you're in this? Like, the guy with the sex tape it was the Dear Evan Hansen guy. I forget his name. Uh Tracy Ellis Ross is on the show. It's in that episode. Um, mm-hmm. there's another episode about like um the NRA and like gun violence with John Barathol, of all people who played Punisher on Netflix. Yeah. You know? Oh. I just looked it up and episode five is called Buck Plug. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's not a fun that one's not funny, but it's probably the best episode um it's like really good it's like about like bullying Mm -hmm. and it's got um daniel day kim for anybody that's seen lost or hawaii 50 but yeah it's it's a pretty decent show like it's five episodes about 20 or so minutes 20 to 30 minutes long like it's not gonna hurt anything to check it out it's it's a pretty decent little show um and it's on hulu okay and this next one is also on Hulu, Only Murderous on the Building. Um, Joe brought it up a couple of weeks ago. I'm um, five episodes in. What a, have you started it, Matt? No. Uh, have you seen it, Sharon?
2: I have seen the first episode. I started too fast. I started before there was more than one.
0: Oh, yeah, because the show came yeah, like, out week like, to like week. Like a
2: cool, I just watched an episode when I couldn't keep going. <clears throat> but I'm going to start again now that they're all there. The way God intended to watch
0: TV. <laughs> right. <laughs> the way Netflix set it up and then everybody else wants to be the anti Netflix, but you know, meh. um, it's pretty good. Um I wish there was more podcast stuff in it. Like there's uh I I sent the clip to both of you. Like there's a clip where um Steve Martin and um Martin Short are bragging about having a podcast, the two guys. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, we have a podcast too." And they're like, "Oh, that's cute." And they're like, "Yeah, we got like 60,000 subscribers. Like we have the top podcast on like uh iTunes and Spotify." And they're like, "Oh, okay." So, yeah. this is about a podcast? Yeah. That's, that's why not the I- way I- that's why well they are making a podcast about a murder like they're making a true crime podcast
1: because when they when we talked about it before i thought maybe i misunderstood what it was about okay i got you now
0: what did you think it was about
1: about a murder in a building and people trying to solve it
0: yes but they're solving it through the lens of let's get let's make a podcast about it
2: they're podcasting their way through this
0: yeah okay so i uh, didn't get that part all yeah. right i understand now but what i do really appreciate is that you don't act like you you see them like recording stuff to the podcast but you don't really hear what the finished product sounds like mm-hmm. because like they're like sporadically like recording stuff because you know it's interview based so it's not all going to be linear and so like i do like that like um on certain shows where it's like oh yeah this is about like a saturday night live type situation where you're behind the scenes and you have to see the sketches like the sketches aren't always funny so like i like how they just keep it to one side like they're making a podcast but you don't actually get to experience it so i appreciate that okay um the next show i watch is on hbo max called love life season two So season one was about Anna Kendrick's character. Like each episode was one year in her life from college to adulthood, you know, just dating different people and maybe dating the same person again as time has gone by until she eventually finds the one. So I've never saw season two, but I was like somewhat familiar about it. But season two caught my eye because like the lead is the black guy from um, The Good Place. And so...
2: GD Anna
0: sure that's his
2: character's name from the good place i've never i've never
0: seen it but you know i know he's the black guy from the good place
2: oh i love the good place
0: so um yeah so it's a black guy who's getting divorced from his white wife and him like navigating like okay i'm divorced now what does my life look like um him dating outside of his race him dating inside of his race like the kind of stuff that may come up if you were married to a black a, a white woman and then maybe you start dating a black woman and as there's some stuff that may come up about like oh so you, you you said this is season two right yeah so each season i'm assuming it's going to be about a different character
1: okay yeah because um i have a friend and he's going through a situation just like that um he, he's getting a divorce and he was in an interracial relationship too so i'll have him check it out is is it like a comedy or is it like it is it is a comedy cool so if i see some stuff i can make jokes about how his life is crumbling is i'm like hey see this episode is is this what happened to you Right. right so yes
0: check out episode three this is your life exactly right that's what i want to do okay i'll let him know so like it's about that but like um also like it touched on like just like you know just what is being black right so he is a editor for a book company and um a black guy up-and-coming writer comes in for a meeting and like instead of like the whole like stuffy nose shake the our, our main character goes for like the you know the dap and the black guy's like what the fuck are you doing like just shake my hand like a normal person and like he's trying to connect to him as a black man but he's like i i know what you're doing like stop doing that like you don't have to fucking play this part with me. Let's just get some business done. So, like, mm-hmm. that whole, like, how black am I? And, you know, that kind of shit. So, mm-hmm. like, it's a pretty good little show. I would recommend it. Um, Sadly, HBO Max only released the first three episodes of the 10-episode season. And so I have to get back to you on how the season, you know, kind of balances out. Uh, Next up, we got Army of Thieves on Netflix. Um... It's pretty good. It is the prequel to Army of the Dead. Uh, we actually reviewed that on the podcast with Chris a couple of months ago. This one is a heist movie, but without the the, the zombies. Um, they keep
1: it's it's the same character
0: like the the bank uh the, yeah the lootcracker or whatever yeah, yeah whatever yeah. his name okay. is yeah um it's it's a fun it's fun it's fun um then on on um, Paramount Plus we got um paranormal activity next of can or paranormal activity seven um i don't know if either one of you know this about me or you audience but i am a big fan of the paranormal activity movies um not so much here for the scares but like i like the backstory of them like how they slowly like drip feed you what's happening like why this is happening and it all goes back to like Um, some relatives of the lady from the very first movie she they sold their soul to like Satan basically and so now this spirit is haunting the family Um, it's a fun movie like I mean it's it's the same shit each movie is basically the same shit like you know them carrying around cameras for too long in situations where you would have dropped that shit and they all die It's, it's the same shit but it's just you just hear spoilers you're just here for the scenario but i will say that they did something that i thought was interesting but then realized it was super fucking unnecessary like the movie opens and it says that it's march 2021 and then like there's a scene where they're at the airport and everybody's wearing masks and they're like oh i'm vaccinated are you vaccinated oh well when we get in the car we don't have to wear masks together and i'm like okay all right all right never i don't think i've seen any media scripted media talking about like the current situation we live in but then that that had no bearing on anything else in the movie like when they got to where they was going nobody was wearing masks and it wasn't brought up in any kind of weird way so i'm like why even have that you know got you yeah um the last thing i saw was um dune the original one from 1984 and i am going to share my thoughts on that when we get into the movie review proper Uh, i was going to watch it but i wanted to come in
1: there come in it with no uh, expectations of anything
0: see i watched it after oh wait no i did wait yeah 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 see i watched it after i um saw the movie the the new one
2: i have seen a lot of people see this movie without any kind of familiarity with the book or the previous movie or miniseries and i found that a little bit surprising to me That so many people it's an
0: old book though shannon it's an old book it's an old book
2: it it is but i mean i guess i knew a lot of people who knew the book very well growing up and were very fond of it so I was surprised when I started going on socials and all these people were like, "Hey, I saw Dune. I didn't know anything about it." I was surprised how common that was.
0: Interesting. How how old was this book? Yeah, we'll get into that when we get into it. It was one more thing I want to talk about. Um older than me. so
2: huh? I said older than me.
0: I I I'll say when it came out. Um so um we all saw the trailer for the new Cowboy Bebop live action Netflix movie. Sorry, Netflix show. And I'm somebody that's not really into anime. I, I've, I've heard of Cowboy Bebop, but I've never seen it. And I'm really excited for this. And I was wondering what you all's thoughts were based on the trailer.
2: Oh, I was very intrigued because you've got sort of a futuristic take, but you also have this old school You know, slow jazz music, which kind of gave it a whole other feel. So I'm very intrigued. It reminded me of the video game LA Noir. I don't know if either of you ever played that. Yeah, I played it. Yeah, and I loved that game. And I started sort of reminiscing in these very like moody lighting situations that were coming on screen, had me very excited.
1: Yeah, I, it looks. Entertaining, but I've heard of Cowboy Bebop. I've never watched it. Then when I was when I first heard about it, the live action, I was like, let me go, man, I need to catch up on and watch the anime. And then like, I don't like the old like 90s style anime. So I was like, yeah, I might not. But the live action looks good.
0: Yeah. When I heard first heard that they were gonna make a live action Cowboy Bebop, I was like. I have no familiarity with this franchise, but I know Netflix's track history with making live action anime anything. And I'm like, this is going to be trash. And then I heard that they were casting John Cho. And it's like, how the fuck can you not like John Cho? And I'm like, why are okay. you being something that I won't like John Cho? I like you. But the this trailer, and then there was a teaser that came out a few weeks ago, where it, it was like very inventive. I was like, I really need to see this show. So I'll be checking it out. And if I do like season one, I will watch the anime. I'm putting it right here, right here. I'm not going to hit the table. I will watch all of season, all, all of Cowboy Bebop if I like the live action show. I'm standing on it, Matt.
2: We're not going to let you edit this out.
0: I, I will stand on that statement. And, and cherry on top, I'll do it before the year is out.
1: Wait, how how many seasons of Cowboy Bebop is there?
0: It's one. It's like twenty four episodes, twenty six episodes of the anime. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I did my research before I made such a claim. I thought it was more. All right. Well, if it's only if there hasn't been
1: that many episodes, why did it get? I wonder how. Why is it so popular enough for them to make
0: a? I mean, if, I'm movie assuming it's of one it. of those popular like. Just classic um, animes, you know, like that or Akira or other things.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's only been one season. 98.
0: Okay. All right. So one we, piece where there's 1,000 episodes of it. Where do you even begin to adapt that? Hey, man, it's different story arcs. Right. And this week we discuss Dune. You inherit too much power. You have proven you can rule yourself.
2: Now you must learn to rule others.
0: Something none of your
1: ancestors learned. My father rules an
2: entire planet. He's losing it. He's getting a richer one. He'll lose that one too.
0: Arrakis is a death trap. I'll kill them.
1: This is an extermination.
0: They're picking my family off one by one.
1: What if I'm not the future
2: of House Atreides? If anything happens, will you protect our son? With
0: my life. An animal caught in a trap will gnaw off its own leg to escape.
1: What will you do? Where the fear is gone, only I will remain. Trash. Trash. <laughs> Nah, I just want I just want to get it out. I just want to see how it felt when I said it. All right, but
0: now nah, you go ahead, read your stuff. The planet Arrakis, or Dune, is home to giant sandworms, the Fremen, the native inhabitants of the planet, and spice, a drug and fuel source for faster-than-light travel. The movie opens up with the governing family of Arrakis, the Harkonnens, being removed and re- being replaced with House Atreides. This is a ploy by the jealous emperor to destroy House Atreides since they have gained a lot of favor in the empire. Paul, the youngest of the Atreides, has an ability that allows him to command people with his voice, as well as future sight that shows him a version of the future. On Arrakis, House Atreides is attacked by House Harkin and the Emperor's special forces aid in this attack. Paul's father dies. On the run for their lives, Paul and his mother are eventually accepted into one of the Furman clans as they hide out regroup, and plan their attack. Sharon, what did you think of Doom?
2: I would never have been able to come up with a coherent summary. So I am so happy that that was your job. Because (laughs) when I was watching the film, I was sort of figuring these things out 20 minutes after they happened. So I felt like the movie didn't really expect you to be there without the knowledge. I felt like the movie was just like, well, y'all know what this is. So we're just going to show it. And we're not going to do that thing movies do where they tell you what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) That that was one of my impressions.
0: So uh, just for context, the original book Dune came out in 1965. So if you saw things that reminded you of like, I don't know, Star Wars, um, then Star Wars was influenced by this book. Not the other way around. I thought it was okay. Um, it was a lot. They, they put a lot in here. Um, I understand that, you know, this is a lot of content. So they split the book in half. I don't know if I would have chose where they stopped the movie. Sorry. Yeah, where they stopped the movie to have stopped the story. Like, I, I felt like, we had such a high on the attack on the um, the palace that we could have figured out a way to kind of end things there. Um, I understand, like, we want to advertise this movie with Zendaya, and Zendaya doesn't show up until they meet the Furman. I get that. But I feel like it was kind of a downer note to to end a movie on. Overall, the movie is okay. Like, uh was one of those situations where I was visually stunned. Like this director, everything he has made has looked absolutely beautiful. I've talked about it many times on this podcast. Blade Runner 2047, I believe it's called. Uh, It's like genuinely one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. Blade Runner 2049, sorry. Um, Just like like I said in the opening of the movie, just like we're looking at sand dunes and my breath is just being taken away. Like it looks absolutely beautiful. I feel like there were things set up that they were like, hey, we'll catch you on the second part of this movie, of this series. And so like, my whole thing is like, well, I felt felt like this movie was fine. Knowing that this is half the story, I look forward to part two just so I could put it together to have a much more cohesive final thought on the movie.
1: Yeah, uh, my take on it is, like you said, visually, amazing but now we got that out the way let's get into it so as i'm lit, as i'm watching this they're they're throwing out names and houses and i'm like is this yeah. game of thrones what the fuck is going on here so like that was the first thing i'm like so what are we do? so i was like okay paying attention they got batista's character because i only watched the trailer that's the only information i have up there so like you said zendaya Where's she at? Uh, Batista, where you at? So, but whatever, I'm watching it. Then, so they had their one people was over the over their country.
2: The they get them
1: out. Yes, the emperor comes in and was like, "Hey, you take over there." So that's how they got there. But then the emperor attacked them.
0: No, 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 no. See, that's not what happened. So the emperor had beef. Against fucking Oscar Isaac and company, right? Cause he like So
1: who who okay, just to be clear so I know who was the Emperor?
0: We don't we don't we don't meet him. He's not in this movie.
1: So who was a fat
0: dude? That is the head of the Harkin Harkenins. He's the head he's basically the Oscar Isaac of the Harkonnen's family.
2: That's why I think this movie failed to like orient you as you're trying to understand this stuff, because That's kind of useful information. Is the fat floaty guy the emperor? Or is he someone else who has his own set of motives? They're gonna help me understand what's going on. That's not a detail. That is not a detail that they just kind of left for us to discern. And we're distracted by the fact that he's like really weird looking and floating. I believe I referred to that as the Uncle Fester clan. Yes.
1: Right, yeah. So yeah, it was it was just kind of confusing with the houses. It felt like this should have been like a not a mini series, but it was like a TV NH, show with yeah, yeah. Where like you're giving a lot of information, and like with a TV show, you get more time to process this information to where you're doing this with a movie. Um. Uh, so yeah, especially like the stuff the relationship with his mother and everything. So. She, she has the voice, he's learning the voice, but um, the lady who came in- The Reverend mother, mother. The Reverend Mother came in, she has a voice, and they, what do they want out of this?
0: The time between recordings. Um, I started the Badoon book, the first book. I watched some YouTube videos, And I've watched the, like I said, the 1984 movie, right? So for me, this, I'm with you two. This information was not clear to me from what was presented. So I had to use outside resources to understand what the fuck was happening, all right? And so uh, also a fun side note, when people went to go see the 1984 movie, they handed them like a little uh, glossary so they could look shit up while they were watching the movie. So I just want to put that out there.
2: I feel like a movie that needs a glossary has a problem. Yeah, right. I'm making a movie and I've got this script in front of me and I'm thinking, oh, oh, people will follow it because we'll give them something to read while they watch my movie. I am not okay with that, just for the record. Or
1: maybe they should have done a thing like Star Wars at the beginning. Give a a synopsis. yeah, of like, cause they didn't have. They could have started the movie when they first got to the planet.
0: You had Zendaya give a breakdown, cause you know she no, got she, a she big paycheck, a, paycheck and she was barely in this movie.
1: Right, she gave. They gave a breakdown of, of the. I was okay. Yeah, they they gave a small breakdown of what happened, but it was. It's okay. It seemed. I don't want to explain this, without going to my trademark yet because we're gonna get there. I know that's what you guys are waiting on. Um, cosmetically, it was beautiful.
2: It's, it's a gorgeous film. It
1: is. Yes, it's, they, they dressed up a 10, or what's the, what's the saying? They, they put a 20 pounds of shit in a 10 pound bag, but they dressed it up nicely. It looked great, amazing visually. But you just put too much shit in this to where it was hard to comprehend certain stuff. And and I'm just thinking about all the shit I don't like now. So we just gonna get into it. I so mean, like I will
0: I've explained as much as I can. I, I will explain so, the women if you want me to.
1: No, 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 it's okay. So at the towards the end, or I guess it is at the end, where they meet up with um, the what you call it, the ferret, and the black dude was like, nah, I don't I don't want you're not the leader, let's fight type of thing, right? Okay. And then when he got killed, I was like, "Look at your stupid ass. You died. You could have just went with him and everything will be fine, but you was trying to do some bra manly thing, and now look at you, you're dead. So yeah. like to me, that was like, what was the point of this? And was not in his vision, he said that that's the dude that was gonna lead them?
0: Okay, so, gonna train them about the. Desert. Okay, okay, okay. So
2: he was on drugs, right?
0: the spice yes
2: yeah that's why he keeps messed up in the head right so
0: okay so there's two theories about why paul saw that man talking to him but he ended up killing him the first theory is that paul sees a version of the future a potential futures and the second theory is that paul was seeing that black guy through zendaya's eyes in the past mm. okay but, no, I do want to explain what's going on with the Benny Gesserit, the witch women. So, their whole thing is... Uh, also, this really wasn't even brought up in the movie, but apparently before this, the, the Dune series starts, this is in the prequel books, and it's also mentioned in the books, in Dune book, that um, basically they outlawed computers. And so, um, they have, like, a, they, there was a techno war. So, basically, the Matrix happened before Dune.
1: Mm.
0: Mm, yeah um so fun fact there but anyway so the benny jesserit so for centuries they have been slowly trying to um birth like their christ-like figure so like they've been trying to like make sure like these um the benny Gesserit women have sex with like um men of stature so that you know they could get power that way and also, it wasn't explained in the movie, but the Bene Gesserit, they can decide which sex their babies are going to come out as. And so when the Reverend Mother had that line to Jessica about, like, you had a fucking son? What the fuck is wrong with you? She was supposed to have a girl. Like, mm-hmm. she can decide what she was going to have, and she chose a boy. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: see, see, the... Um this information would have been helpful if they would have provided it in a movie instead of me or instead of you going on YouTube and doing all this extra homework. It's It's also
2: kind of irritating to me that like there are these powerful women with these like abilities and their claim to fame is through having sex with the right men and then birthing the right person. Like that's Mm -hmm. a crappy way to be a witch. I'm glad they left that out.
1: You you got one of the like a great ability, but then like your job is
0: just to be the wife or whatever like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that.
0: Yeah. That, uh, this this book was written in 1965.
2: Okay, you know what? That's no excuse because the feminine mystique was published in '63. So.
0: Yeah, Frank Hubert wouldn't read that shit.
2: Yeah, just clearly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so go on, Matt. What else you got questions about? Uh, All right, you you as well, Sharon. Well, no,
1: one thing I did like, I liked their uh, dragonfly helicopters. I thought that was unique. I thought that was
0: cool until they were in the sandstorm. And now, like, this shit is stupid. Right. And then they were like, uh... but I mean, I guess overall, I, uh, I understood the
1: plot of everything, but it was just like those details that we talked about and stuff like that would have been helpful to put a more complete picture together. Right. Um, and also, when it started, I didn't realize it said part one. so as i'm watching it like as i was watching it i'm like this movie kind of long so then we paused it for a restroom break and it was like 48 minutes left i said damn so i'm like okay so as i'm watching it blah 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 and then like okay so i'm like yeah they're about to get down with the get down they got group. they are about to do some stuff and it ends i was like this felt like it was like a tv show to where like i shouldn't have watched this i should have waited for the second part to come out (laughs) so i can watch it together and i also agree like they shouldn't have ended it there right like either like something like that you end like you end a tv show like that you don't like a movie you should end like
0: it needs to end on a like on a triumphant high or yeah like a high like
1: like after a battle or something like right
0: right like shit that the the fucking castle got invaded And we barely fucking got out this motherfucker. Like, we had to do so much shit to get out alive. And then it ends. Yeah. So, I don't know how you rearrange it and also make sure you get Zendaya in there so that, you know, the stands aren't too upset. But, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I agree. That wasn't the best place to end the movie.
1: So, from the book and the first movie, how spot on and accurate is this movie?
0: So... I didn't finish the book and, um, the book and the movie both did something I fucking hated. Um, so in the book, like chapter two or three, the Baron has this long ass conversation that they, that essentially breaks down everything that happens in this movie that we just saw. He's like, here's my plan. I'm laying this shit out. Like the doctor, he's going to betray these motherfuckers and he's going to do this and we're going to do that. And I'm like, What? Why are you telling me this book? Like it opens like that. But you didn't know that. You didn't know the movie was going to be about that. No, no. Say, I, saw
1: the, I saw this 2021 movie. Oh, then you read the book. Right. Uh, then it just explains everything.
0: <laughs> right. And then so like I stopped. I started reading the book. And then I watched the 1984 movie. And like the first scene is some people, a third party, a whole other house talking to the emperor and they him and the emperor like the emperor's like all right all right people here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take the harkins off uh fucking um um uh, arrakis right and then we gonna fucking bring those uh goddamn atreides motherfuckers in but the they don't know is that they about to get fucking double-crossed by me the emperor and i'm like why are you explaining the 2021 fucking movie stop
1: so then i guess it's 21 2021 when we fought is if the other stuff has already explained everything why wouldn't they just follow the book then
0: no what i'm saying is don't fucking tell me what i'm about to see see unfold like i appreciate that from the 2021 book like it just it just flowed through like why would you tell me what
1: oh so when they told you what happened actually went in detail later on
0: right so they they they, both of them open by explaining what you're about to see Oh, I thought it was just ex, ex, ex um, basically did what I want to do, just give a
1: synopsis and moved on. But no, they were like, "Hey, this is what I want to happen," and then we watched it play, actually play, exactly. actually play out. Exactly. Oh, uh, okay, I got you. No, nah, that's stupid. Exactly.
0: That? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but so the 1984 movie it basically covers the whole book. Like, it skips a lot of shit, but also there's a lot of scenes that are very similar to what we saw. Um. So, yeah, um, I just feel like if you could fucking tell this whole story in two and a half hours, what the fuck were you doing in this movie? Have they already started filming the next one? No. It just got
2: the green light, like last week. They just officially said they're making part two.
0: Right. Oh, that's right. Because we were actually, um, Sharon and I were actually talking about this after we finished the movie. They didn't film both at the same time because like Warner Brothers doesn't fully trust this director because he wasted a lot of money making Blade Runner 2049. And that shit did not make any money.
2: I will say the characters and the relationships in this movie, I thought were very interesting, but they would talk about that for like 30 seconds and then go back to something else. Like the Duke is talking to Paul's mom and he says, I should have married you.
0: Right. And it's like, like
2: I really want to know about that but nope nope he's dead now we're never gonna know I'll <laughs> or,
0: never or how about this don't there's m- a love
2: story there don't mention that point. don't
0: bring that up we don't fucking right. have time to think about this we already assumed y'all were married
2: yeah like tell me why you're not married tell me why she's highborn but not considered a right. legitimate partner right. for you right because that came up a few times and um i really want to know what's up with the crazy grandma
0: oh the hot the reverend mother
2: the reverend mother like yeah. that would make a very good movie all by itself also, it could have, like, also story funny, art.
0: funny you say that spoilers uh the reverend mother is actually jessica's mother she doesn't know that
2: yeah see that is something that we need to get to explore that is much more interesting to me than Right. What I watched, so right. just,
0: just a quick aside this movie, so Blade Runner 2049 cost Warner Brothers $150 million and it made $92 million in America. So, like, they didn't, they was like, You can make Dune, but we're not giving you money to make two. Well, they
2: clearly made the money because they said they'd make part two.
0: I mean, okay. no, what I'm saying is like, they were like, We're not giving you the money up front, like, yeah, I granted it costs more money to do it this way. To stop yes. production and start that shit back up, yes, but hey, hey, what what do what do we the common folk know, right?
2: Everything.
0: No, that's what I was about to say. It didn't make
1: money for them to make another one. That's what I was about to ask. Oh yeah, well,
0: okay. let me look up Dune real quick. Um, but I was just looking at that. That's the reason why he couldn't make both movies at once because of Blade Runner. As I'm thinking about it, I don't like Jason Momoa without a beard. He looks weird. That's so, that looks so fucking weird.
2: <laughs> that was yeah. very very odd. <laughs>
0: yeah that's
2: another one who was not in there very much
0: um yeah.
2: He, yeah. he was technically in that movie but i mean
0: i mean technically his character does come back even though he's dead but i'm just saying i I,
2: I mean it's another one where it's like,
0: yeah. they, they got cloning technology but they can't fuck with robots so this they, movie they cloning <laughs> technology
2: without yeah. computers
0: yeah this movie. Did they? A- did they? Wait, the hold life. on. Hold on. The spice does did everything.
2: That- it's food. Right. It's a right. spice. It's a drug. Did, it's an energy. Entertaining- did I miss that? Did they? Did they, did they say they can climb? They can
1: clone people.
0: Not in this movie. Oh, so that's what's coming. I'm like, because
1: now I'm thinking there's so much more stuff. Like, um, I know that the drug part was like, you know, he people was like, you know, seeing things, but maybe I just need a after maybe i need an after school class so they can give me all these details for all the shit i missed it's
0: it's a lot it's not that you missed it it's, it wasn't there i mean yeah that's yeah they need to give me these details
2: is it, is it supposed to feel like homework though when you I, go see the movie
0: i mean it genuinely felt like I was, I, I was racing the clock to make sure i had all my notes together before we recorded so it's like so it's, it's, no, it's a lot it's a no, fucking let's lot
2: in a class about movies is it supposed to feel like work <laughs>
0: no right
2: and even then everyone took that class because all you do is watch movies in class
0: i feel like that's <laughs> the biggest failing of this like i thought it was fine i liked it better after i did some fucking research on it but like when i first saw it i was like the fuck like what the, what what are we doing that's, what, what that's did i just watch the,
1: like, Maybe they need a thing like, you know, Walking Dead after Walking Dead goes off. Yeah, talk, <laughs> talking. Talk, talking Dead. Maybe they just needed something after this where people just ask questions and they give us the answer.
0: Chilling in the Dune. There right. You go. So this movie made, sorry, this movie cost $165 million. In America, it made $58 million. Worldwide,
2: $241.
0: Okay. But also, the thing that was against this movie was the streaming.
2: Yep. I don't know how they measure that.
0: They for They, they really can't.
2: I mean, they've got to have some kind of a formula at this point. I mean, it's we've been at this how long now? These studios have got to.
0: I mean, if you we look...
2: can't be the first people to think of this. Come on now.
0: <laughs> I mean, but if you really look at like Disney got sued over this. Like you oh, aren't yeah. really making money from streaming because like you're opening the floodgates to like piracy or not even piracy. It's like oh hey. Um, I have HBO Max but you and Matt don't so you guys come over to my house and we'll all see it on my HBO Max instead of buying three movie tickets
2: but there's got to be a way to assess and then they would take the money from the streaming services but
0: how of- much are you really taking you taking fucking ten dollars a month like wh- what? what well, is this, like the, the royalties streaming services on
2: that? have to pay to get the title on their platform right
0: yeah, but it's their movie. Like that's the fucking problem. Like it's not like a Netflix situation where they're licensing yeah. from other companies. Like it's their shit. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, any final thoughts before we hit trivia? Nah. I mean,
1: I'm not gonna say it was trash. We don't need to go that far. But nah, it was an alright movie. I'll say it was a good, but confusing at times movie.
0: Fair, Sharon.
2: I did enjoy it. Yeah. I wish they would have prioritized the things that I cared about, but they <laughs> our course material to work with, and it was gorgeous. I mean, if you aren't sure what to do, watch it with the sound off.
0: Yeah, it, it is. If you don't know what beautiful. else
2: to do, turn the sound off. Just look at it.
0: It's beautiful. Yeah, um, I'm with you too. Like they, I feel like they could have done a little bit better job of explaining things for newcomers. But maybe this movie really wasn't for us. Um, yeah. So. What do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes is on Dune
2: 2021?
0: 60%. 75. 83% with a 90% audience score. Wow. yeah, That's
2: the loyalists coming yeah. out.
0: It is. It is. A lot of people That's are already Well,
2: right. and I was talking to my sister about it, and I kept bringing all these character-driven questions up. And she said, well, you just got to read the book. And I was like,
0: has she read has she,
2: books. <laughs> the book? Has she read the book? Oh, yeah.
0: Well, we should have had, fucking had her on, Sharon. Fucking, you're fucking up, Sharon.
2: <laughs> sorry. All right. Not sorry.
0: All right. All right. So trivia question. There are 21 books in the Dune franchise. The first one was published in 1965. How many did the original Arthur? frank herbert Wright, a one b six c 12 d 20 six one uh, matt you're right with six uh frank herbert died in 1986 beginning in 1999 his son brian and science fiction author kevin j anderson published a number of prequel novels as well as two sequels that complete the original dune series um partially based on frank hubert's notes discovered a decade after his death so that means they wrote like uh 15 fucking books after this man died hey man you can't 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 stop the milk truck and grant and you gotta also remember they started in 1999 there's a book coming out next year That's gonna be twenty-two.
1: So, is this movie based off like part one and part two? Is movies are based off just the first book?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I can't read the book then. Why not? Because I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch the movie. I mean, the movie's not gonna coming out for like another two or three years. Well, yeah, just like when I, when you had me, uh, uh, read Harry
1: Potter. Mm-hmm. and then i watched the movies no.
0: like
1: you're missing no you're not no and then, then i couldn't even like the last two movies i haven't even seen because
0: yeah, yeah. after yeah so i can't read the books so i'm gonna be disappointed i in mean movie. enough time has passed though to where you can watch those now and you're gonna remember bits and pieces but it's not gonna be as fresh and angry oh uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's knock this trivia dump out and then we are getting out of here um, the scenes on the ocean world of Caladan were shot in Norway. Uh, much of the desert scenes on the desert world of Arrakis were shot in Jordan and Abu Dhabi in the Middle East. A spin-off prequel series titled Dune, The Sisterhood was announced for HBO Max while the film was being promoted. Actor Timothy Chalamet was 23 when he played Paul Atreides, two years younger than Kyle McLaughlin when he played the same role in Dune 1984. In the novel, Paul is fifteen. The plot of the full 155 minutes of this movie is told in 98 minutes of the 137 minutes of the 1984 Dune, and in 104 minutes of the 270 minutes of the mini series Dune that came out in 2000. So, yeah, they they were not equitable with their time in this movie,
1: excluding visually. Um, uh, is the plot better in
0: '84 than this one? It's a fucking mess,
1: honestly. Uh, like they shouldn't have did it. Is-
0: like, uh, every single character has voiceover narr uh narration mm-hmm. to try and get exposition out for the um for the for the viewer. Okay, they 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 did a fucking lot. All right, yeah. All right. So Sharon, do you have anything that you would like to plug before we get out of here? And uh, if you don't, it's okay.
2: No, I don't think I do.
0: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I want to thank you so much for coming on. Um, this was a lot of fun. We all had, a, you know, some decent back and forth. So I appreciate you, miss, uh, taking time out of your Saturday evening.
2: Thanks for having me. Yeah.
0: Yes. Thank you for coming. I appreciate
1: it.
2: Yeah. I got to hear Matt yell trash at the start of the episode, which was I tra- something I, I like was looking get the- forward to.
1: Sharing like people bit of what a- they
0: f- want. Sharon is a bit of a fan, so you know. Yes. I, I appreciate
1: it. We finally get a-, a fan on our this is the first fan we had. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we use the at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page. We used to talk about this at work. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and We used to talk pod. So catch us next week when we review The Harder They Fall.
1: I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if this was a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, just talk about it at work.